Welcome to your Bucket List Buster Travel Show, where we help you make your bucket list dreams come true. Karen Duncan spent decades running a travel business. She, along with other industry experts, share their knowledge, travel stories, and wisdom about how to travel, where to travel, and how to have a stress-free adventure. Tune in weekly and give yourself permission to focus on yourself, create lifelong memories with family and friends, and finally, learn to relax, rejuvenate, and reconnect. Your Bucket List Buster. Aloha, buenos dias, ni hao, yahate, bula, guten tag, bonjour, jambo, bortare. Everything's iry and good afternoon. It is a fantastic day. It's all sunny and bright, and I'm excited because we're in the heart of spring, and this is the beginning of travel season. Well, it's kind of in the middle of spring travel season anyway, and I just love it when the sun is out and the weather is getting warm. This is my time of year to shine. I hope you're having a great afternoon. My thought of the week is something that may be considered a little weird or controversial for some, but don't worry, it's not something that I'll get cut off the, the show for. But so I recently read an article that talks about half of American workers feel vacation shamed. So we've taken bullying to a different level here when we're bullying people about taking their vacation. Weird, isn't it? The percentage of us workers feeling shame is on the rise. And it's especially high among millennials up 19% in 2017. Now, we are just in April, and it's already up almost 20%. And that's, you know, what are we going to do for the rest of the year if we're already bullying people? Anyway, and 685 people said they felt guilty for planning and taking a vacation. The sad thing is 40% let the shaming curtail their travel plan, and 33% like to shame their co-workers. Really, people? Really, you're sitting at your desk as your as your coworker is planning their vacation and you're trying to make them feel bad because they need time off with their family or even if they're going by themselves. Haven't we earned that time? Anyway, can I just say something here? Be- because they are jealous, people are doing this to one another. Jealous that you've decided to do something different and jealous because you've taken the time, to, uh, you've decided to take the time off. I want to talk to the bosses and the managers here for a minute. Just like any other harassment in the workplace, when you understand or that you see that someone is being harassed for um, taking time off, you should be concerned. This should be something that could almost be taken to HR. I know that's that's being a tattletale, but really. There's a law in place that requires or offers us a vacation time um, while we are on the job. Not everyone gets vacation time, but for the people that actually do, um, let's let them take the vacation time that they need. So why do we feel we must work our employees to death without time off? Why should they answer the phone after hours? Did you know that France just implemented a law to prevent answering calls after hours? The U.S. has less vacation time than a lot of other civilized countries. I'll talk about that in a little bit. I'll give you where we ranked. We're supposed to be the leaders of the free world, 
and we don't understand that sleep, food, water, and time for downtime is a God-given right and necessity. Have we raised our children to feel that they are not supposed to think about their mental health and well-being? Is that why we're having so many problems with our children today? Have you ever thought that maybe that's the reason we're having so much trouble on the job with harassment, relationships, and, pro and productivity? Our children and co-workers, CEOs, etc., need to see that our quality of life is affected by the lack of focus on ourselves. I thought the millennials were supposed to be the generation that only thought of themselves. Is this why they shame their co-workers about taking vacation because it puts a hardship on them while that person is out of the office? Or is it because they're just jealous? Well, get over it, people. There are so much more productivity when a person has the opportunity to get off the job and to rejuvenate. Plus, they work harder to be able to do it again. Taking less onesies and twosies, meaning one day here and two days there, because they're saving their time for a good vacation, that's what people should be doing. Save the time. Get a chunk of time that really is going to make a difference for you if you can. People need to start negotiating time off as part of their benefits package up front when you, when you get that opportunity. Employers need to add a vacation fund option to benefits so people can just automatically include this as part of their automatic drafts when they sign up as a new employee. We obviously are getting more done by shaming people into staying at their desk or online. We're not getting more done, I should say. Um, or connected to their phones. We're connecting people 24 hours a day. Let's try something else for a change. I could go on forever and ever, but I'll stop here. I wanted to give you a list of the countries with better policies than ours, meaning the United States, according to the Center for Economic and Policy Research. So I'm going to start with number 10, which is Luxembourg, 35 total days off, 25 paid leave days, 10 public holidays. Number nine is the United Kingdom with 36 total days, 28 paid leave days, eight public holidays. Spain, 36 total days, 22 paid leave days, 14 public holidays. Norway's number seven at 37 total days, 25 paid leave days, two for religious practice, and 10 public holidays. Sweden, 38 total days. Austria, 38 days. Iceland, 38 days. Malta, 38 days. France, 41 days. And Brazil tops the list with 41 total days, with 30 paid leave days, and 11 public holidays. The least number of days, the country with the least number of days off are Mexico with 14 days, China with 16 days, and Canada. I was really shocked by that. Only 19 days. Well, out of the 40 countries ranked, the U.S. stands at number 34. The data shows that Americans get 26 vacation days, combining 16 paid leave days and 10 holidays. This is a high estimate, by the way. And this study also pointed out that the U.S. law doesn't require employers to offer all of those leave days or all those vacation days. 
So I know I was a bit winded today in my thoughts for the week, but I just thought that was quite amazing. Right now, I'm going to go ahead and take a break and calm down on this subject. When we get back, I'll talk about some trends according to some of, to some of the top women travel executives in the industry. And later in the show, I've got a wonderful guest, Miss PJ Sands from the Tourism Board of the Bahamas. And you'll be really surprised to hear about who has just opened up a new spa in Grenada and how that can affect your well-being and some of the wonderful experiences that you can have there. So with that, I'm going to take a break. This is your Bucket List Buster, and I'll see you in a minute. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the eWomen Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back to your Bucket List Buster. I currently have on the phone with me Miss PJ Douglas Sands, the Senior Manager of the Bahamas Tourism Office, and she is going to tell us all about the Bahamas and why we should travel there this year when we're planning our summer vacation. Are you with us, PJ? I am. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. Absolutely. Thanks for taking out the time to talk to us. We're really excited. I was I was doing Facebook Live earlier today because I was excited that you were going to be on. The Bahamas tends to be one of those destinations that I get a lot of questions about um, because it's relatively close to the United States, correct? It is. It's right off the coast of Florida, about 30 minutes by air and about one hour by sea. So it is very close. A lot of people think of the Caribbean and they think of far, but we are right there. We're neighbors. Yeah, that's very, very close. And so you actually have um, water taxis or something that can take you as opposed to flying from Florida? Yeah, the great thing about if you're going out of South Florida, you can definitely take a ferry or a cruise ship. We have daily ferries and cruise ships into Grand Bahama and Bimini, which are two of the closest islands to South Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have um, some destinations that you can even take a seaplane, like Bimini, which has daily seaplanes from South Florida. So oh, that would be we fun. Are really close for- yeah, 
and it's great because, you know, you have those people who maybe don't have a passport and haven't traveled internationally, and so they want to travel on a driver's license and birth certificate, and that's a great way to go to the Bahamas and have that first touch of international waters and experience that way. That's a very good point. I'd never thought about it that way for those folks that did not have a passport. As long as they're not flying back into the United States, they can actually travel to the Bahamas. That's perfect. That's really good information. Yeah, I love it because you have a lot of customers who also are cruisers and afraid to fly. So Mm -hmm. for a pre- or post-trip, if they're headed to somewhere else, a pre- or post-trip, they can always cruise over and cruise to Grand Bahama and stay for a couple of days and cruise on back. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. So tell me a little bit about the Bahamas. There's more than one island, obviously. So how many islands are there and are they all places that we should visit? Of course they are. You know, the Bahamas is comprised of about 700 islands and 2,000 keys. A key is kind of a smaller island that could look even like a rock, or it mm. could actually be about half a mile big. So okay. we have 700 islands, you know, that we have that are inhabited, and we have about 16 islands that we market for the tourism product. So those islands have airports, facilities for private planes or commercial airlines, and the Ministry of Tourism really focuses on marketing those 16 islands for a diverse, multi-island destination. Because we are an archipelago, and there's so much to offer from north to south when you think of the islands of the world. So what's on the other islands that you don't market for tourism? Are they private islands? Some are private islands. You know, you have people like David Copperfield, um, who owns an island, Tyler Perry, some of the cruise lines own islands like Disney. When you take a Disney cruise, you go to right. Disney's private island or Royal Caribbean's private island. And you have other islands that maybe a family or several families live on, and we just don't market them because there's not a commercial airport where they would be able to try to fly I, in. I think I need me a private island in the Bahamas is what I think. That's my Well, when plan. you're ready to buy one, make sure you call me. I will, definitely, definitely. That's a whole nother show that we have to talk about. (laughs) So what type of things are there to do on the Bahamas? Well, the great thing about the Bahamas is it's something for everyone. You know, Mm -hmm. every type of traveler is always trying to look for their, you talk about bucket list buster, right? You know, what's on your bucket list? Do you want to surf? If you want to surf, you can go to Eleuthera or Rum Key, where we host um, annual surfing championship contests um, because it's, the tides are equivalent to what you would find in a Hawaii or a California. Nice. If you want to do something, you're an adventurer and you want to snorkel, dive, see wreck dive, um, some of the greatest and most diverse um, undersea attractions, you would go to the Out Islands which would be like Bimini, Exuma, Eleuthera, Abaco. Nice. Would deep-sea fishing fall into that category? Oh, yes. We have Wahoo tournaments and people who were out there recently. We just had a tournament where someone won a million dollars for catching (gasps) the biggest fish. Wow. Yeah, so it's great. You know, I love the fact that 
Um, if you're a fisherman and you or you have a you like to even just go sailing, you can go to the mm-hmm. Abacos or the Azumas and just experience it. Lots of hotels and bed and breakfasts and lodges that have marinas. So that's a great experience for those people who love that. That is so. Each island, kind of the the ones that are available for tourism, each has a different type of personality. Yes, because you know the Bahamas is full of warm people. So a lot of the times, the islands reflect the history of that island as mm-hmm. well as people who inhabit it. Um, for instance, in the Abacos, you'll go and you'll see a lot of New England style homes. You'll see lighthouses. You'll see. The food is different. The accent of the people are, is slightly different from island to island because those inhabitants were people who used to come down from Massachusetts in the New England area, and those are the people who kind of settled there in the right. 1800s. So there's so, definitely a diversity. Right. So where would someone go if they wanted, if they were a foodie and they wanted to eat and then party all night? Well, definitely that would be Nassau and Paradise Island. You know, I don't know if you've heard of that hotel over there. I think they call it the Atlantis. The Atlantis. Yes, I've heard of it. (laughs) Just a small little building. It's just a small little building right there on the island. Yeah, you might have heard of it. You know, one or two commercials (laughs) on TV. Um, but the great thing about Paradise Island and Nassau is that there are several casinos located on island. Um, so those who want to casino, you know, gamble all night, play baccarat mm-hmm. and poker, lots of tournaments that you can check out, as well as they have annual events like Battle for Atlantis, which is the NCAA basketball tournament. Right. And they host concerts all through the year. So if you want to see your favorite artists, like I saw, you know, like a Lady Gaga or even a Diana Ross, Mm-hmm. Um, you can definitely check out their schedule and see what's going on for those types of concerts. Um, also, for the foodie, as you mentioned, the, the I mean, the chefs. We have internationally trained chefs from the Bahamas and from outside that live and work in, in Nassau. So you mm-hmm. have five-star restaurants like Grey Cliff, uh, Cafe Martinique, Sapadilla, where there's a chocolate factory, a cigar factory, and wow. some of the best food you could ever taste. Nice. And that's Nassau. That is in Nassau. So party that's all a... night right there. Definitely yes. in Nassau and Paradise Island. And then and then people could actually do all of all of these activities on one trip because you could go to Nassau. You could party and eat, and then you could take a seaplane to one of the out islands and do some snorkeling or surfing or fishing, correct? Yes, you could. Um, You can take, they have daily flights that leave Nassau and head to the out islands, as Mm -hmm. well as the Grand Bahama. And oftentimes you'll have people who come into Nassau and they want a taste of an out island. Like in Bukra, where we have pink sand, you can actually take um, the the fast ferry, which is a catamaran, in the morning at about 7 in the morning, and you can come back 6 p.m. after you've had a day enjoying one of the 10 pink sand beaches of the world in Harbor Island. Nice. So where is Emerald Bay? Oh, Emerald Bay. Emerald Bay is located on the island of Ixuma. That's, that's where Sandals is located, and mm-hmm. that's where you have a wonderful Greg Norman-designed golf course, championship golf course. We host 
PGA tournaments there year-round. Um, sandals, all-inclusive, it's beautiful, great for couples. Is the it the only... I'm sorry, okay. is it the only resort on that island? No, um, actually, um, the Exumas, there's 365 keys, one for every day of the year. And there are several resorts located in the Exumas. Okay. Nice. One of my favorites, one of my favorite would be definitely um, across the street from um, Sandals, because, you know, Sandals is couples only. So right. a lot of times people have families and they want to head down and, Sometimes the couple will stay at Sandals, and across the street, the families will stay at Grand Isle, where they okay. have one, two, and three-bedroom villas and full amenities, and they have a great relationship with Sandals with regard to use of the spa and the golfing facilities and some of the restaurants. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. And then you're, you've talked a, a little bit about Grand Bahama. Who, who, what type of traveler would go to the Grand Bahamas? Oh, well, Grand Bahama is like you're, you're the best of both worlds. You're talking about casual, laid back. The people are warm and friendly. It's an affordable value vacation because there are several um, hotels that you can get to from any point for five ninety nine, four days, three nights from mm -hmm. any city in the United States. Um, definitely, if you're the type of person who has never traveled internationally, and you're looking for a safe, fun, authentic cultural experience, I would right. definitely say Grand Bahama. You know, on a Wednesday night, they have the fish fry where you can taste, you know, interact with locals, taste local cuisine like gully wash and comforters. And oh. they have, you know, I mean, you just did you, did you taste it right now? What's gully wash? <laughs> so gully wash is actually an amazing concoction. In Nassau, they call it sky juice. But in Grand Bahama, they call it gully wash. And it's actually gin, sweet milk, coconut water, nutmeg, and cinnamon. Ooh. And it's heaven. It's heaven. Is it? Yummy. I, it I, tastes I, like I, a milkshake. Exactly. But you don't put gin in your milkshake, do you? No, no, no. <laughs> that could be so good. <laughs> exactly. I can taste it right now. Definitely. So, you know, and then conch, we, you know, in the Bahamas, we prepare conch a million ways. We right. dice it up and call it conch salad. We deep fry it like a hush puppy and we call it a conch fritter. You can have it grilled where it's healthy, wrapped in foil with plantains and tomatoes and onions and green peppers. And, you know, over a bed of white rice. And conch is definitely something you would want to try if you come to the Bahamas. And conch is, is what comes out of those big, beautiful shells that everyone likes to collect when they come to the Bahamas, correct? Yes, the, it's a beautiful pink shell. Um, it's a mollusk, similar mm -hmm. to like a clam or an oyster. Right. And basically, they crack the conch. The conch comes out because it's wondering, why have you cracked my shell? <laughs> and then they cook it. They use a little salt. And then they cook it, dice it, and it's a beautiful, Amazing. wonderful, it's so good. tasty. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's so good. So good. So what's the best time to come to the Bahamas? Well, well I would say right now. Um, is the best time to come to the Bahamas. 
Well, you I'm know, ready. it's always better in Bahamas. Always better in the Bahamas. Um, depending on what you want to do, because a lot of families like to go during the time when children are off. So we have right. a lot of family-friendly resorts, a lot of resorts that are 12 and under. Kids are mm-hmm. free um, to oh, eat wow. and play. And, and then you have, for people who want some of the cultural festivals, we have, like, Junkanoo, which happens yeah. um, in December, New Year's Day, and right. yeah, New Year's Day and Boxing Day. So you have that experience because our Junkanoo's our national festival. You have music, carnival costumes, um, parading through the streets. So for people who want to experience that, we actually have a few times a year where we celebrate Junkanoo, which is Junkanoo in June, mm-hmm. um, our Gumbay Summer Festival, which happens in July and August, and our Junkanoo, of course, which is December. Um, I also right. think for those people who love music, we have our Bahamas Junkanoo Carnival, which happens in May. This year it'll be happening from May 18th to the 20th, 2017. And mm-hmm. we bring international musicians from all over the Caribbean, and we celebrate carnival. So we have fets, and everybody puts on the powder and the costumes, and they rush wow. in the street. So what islands, are, what islands do you celebrate, or is it on all the islands? Carnival is only going to be celebrated in Nassau this year. Okay. Um, but the other islands all celebrate some form of Junkanoo throughout the year. So once you go to Bahamas.com, and you check out the events page, it'll show mm-hmm. you the date of okay. all of the different junkanoos depending on the island you're interested in. Got it. That's fantastic. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I, I visited the Bahamas. Bahamas was one of the first places I visited internationally. I think that's I think we people tend to do that. And I remember drinking something called a painkiller. Have you heard of that? I've never heard of a painkiller. But it it kind of sounds like a gully wash in a way because I remember it being very creamy, but it had different types of rum in it. It had rum and some other concoctions that I don't remember because it was a long time ago. But it was really, really good. But I kept saying I was going to come back to Junkanoo because everyone was talking about it at that time, and I still haven't been to Junkanoo. Oh, my goodness. You should go. You should come be my guest. We can hang out. I'm, I may just do that. In fact, um, we're talking about coming either end of April or May. Maybe I'll just wait and come during Junkanoo. That'll be just a car. Ooh, music, too. I love it. I super love it. So what's the you have children that are involved and they have elementary schools and high schools that compete for the best music and the best costume. So you really get an authentic taste of the Bahamas and the Caribbean in our history. Right. So what's the weather like? Oh, simply divine. I know you're in Texas right now. So it's in the the 80s. But you know, we are in the 70s, the 80s, and 90s, but we always got that great Bahama breeze that's blowing through. No humidity, mm. you know, um, wow. and even when our winters, we're talking in the 50s and 60s, only if there's a cold front that's coming right. off the East Coast. So we're very lucky to be located where we are in the Atlantic and the Caribbean Sea, and so right. we get really great weather and really 
Well, that's wonderful. Any other events coming up that we need to know about as people are planning their summer vacations? Well, as people are planning for the summer, you know, I definitely want to see everybody there for, um, we have an aviation show. So if you're someone who's interested in planes, Grand Bahama hosts an aviation show coming up in May. We also have, as I mentioned, um, Junk Canoe in June and Gumbay Summer Festival, which happens throughout the summer. I also would love to um, introduce you to a culinary festival. We have a rum and culinary festival that happens in the fall. So if you want to taste all of the rums of the Caribbean, as well as international rums that are competing spirits, um, competing to see who's the best, then I would definitely say Rum Fest. It's something you should definitely check out. Um, Wow. Yeah. Then, you know, that's the greatest thing about it is no matter when you come, you want to call um, 1-800-BAHAMAS or you want to go on Bahamas.com and see what great events are happening because we have events all the time. That's amazing. That sounds like so much fun. So I'm I'm going to plan me a trip to the Bahamas very, very soon. And then next year, maybe we can get a lot of our listeners from your bucket list buster to make that trip with me that would be a that'd be a blast to have a bunch of people come with me next year yes but i would love you know one thing that would be great karen is if we can mm-hmm. have your listeners kind of share with us what's their bahamas bucket list buster you know you know mm-hmm. use the hashtag travel bahamas and share what would they want to do in the bahamas I would that's love a good that. idea i love that what would they want to do? And I and and I want to say, put it on Facebook. We have a Your Bucket List Buster Facebook page. And that would be a great place for us to start this conversation back and forth um, to find out what people are doing in the Bahamas this year and what they would like to do. And then um, let's just go have some fun in the Bahamas. That sounds like a place I need to be like today. So, Karen, what's your bucket list buster other than going back for junk canoe? What's the one thing in the Bahamas you can't wait to try? I want a deep sea fish. I love deep sea fishing. And we used to, my husband and I used to watch a fishing show on TV every Saturday that they were in. I want to say they were in the Exumas. And they did some bone fishing, which was okay because you get to wade out into the water. Um, to do that. But I actually want to catch me a marlin or some shark or, you know, something, some heavy type of tackle fish um, while I'm in the Bahamas and then eat it. Okay. Well, definitely. Well, they have lots of places where when you catch it, they'll fry it up for you and you'll have it nice and fresh. That's what I want. That's exactly what I want. Well, I do appreciate you coming on the show today. This has been fantastic. I'm sure there's uh, many people sitting out there right now with their juices flowing, trying to figure out when and how they're going to get to the Bahamas. And we're going to get people there as soon as we can. But we appreciate you taking your time out of the day. Thank Thank you, you Miss PJ. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Karen. And remember to tell everybody it's truly better in the Bahamas. It's truly better in the Bahamas. Thank you for that. And this is Karen with your Bucket List Buster. I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with you. 
Are you having a hard time trying to figure out where to go this summer? Or are you confused by all the options that you have to choose from? How do you know if that's the best place for you and your family to stay? Contact Peaks Cruises and Tours so they can help you make those decisions. That's 512-252-8919 or PeaksCruisesTours.com. That's P-E-E-K-S CruisesTours.com. They're sitting there waiting for you right now. Welcome back to your bucket list buster. Wasn't that just absolutely fun? PJ is a blast. Aren't you ready to go to the Bahamas? If you are, then you need to go to my Facebook page, your bucket list buster. Let us know what you're going to do in the Bahamas. Do hashtag travel Bahamas so that PJ can see it as well. And tell us what's on your bucket list activity for um, what you'd like to do in the Bahamas uh, this summer or this spring, or even in the fall, whenever you get there in 2017, we are, we're really interested to know what types of activities you like to do in the Bahamas or would like to do. That's hashtag travel Bahamas, B-A-H-A-M-A-S. Um, I'm hoping to take a quick trip to the Bahamas very, very soon like in the next few weeks. So I'm sitting here as we speak, drinking my little protein shake to try to get some weight off so that I can look good when I get there. So let's talk about travel trends and travel news this week. I ran across this very interesting uh, piece of information about a resort in the Grenada uh, it, it's about doing yoga in the hills of Grenada. First of all, I love Grenada. I, I did a fam trip there recently with the Sandals Resorts, and I got to see that resort. If you've never seen it, it's one of the most amazing places uh, you could ever go. They've got sky pools on your balcony. So you have your own um, infinity um, edge pool on the balcony, yes, not on the first floor, second floor necessarily, third or fourth floor. Yes, that's true. But um, And Grenada is the Spice Island. It's a beautiful little island. And I really ha- hope to go back there very soon. But I got sidetracked. So let's talk about wellness and a spa. Uh, this article was by Elisa Krypoyan. I think is how you pronounce that. K-R-P-O-Y-A-N. And it's about Bernardo Bertucci has built a resort there. He built it for his own personal um, enjoyment initially. And she went to talk to him at this resort where he was dressed in his shorts and short sleeves, which is what you do when you when you go on an island. Let me tell you a little bit, uh, just a real quick sidetrack on on Grenada. So we're touring um, Sandals and one of the um, tour guides that was showing us around the property said that he's never worn a coat. He's never owned a coat because you don't need a coat in the Caribbean. Can you imagine? I just thought that was just amazing. But anyway, so Bertucci, who um, has been on the island for the last 16 years, has been practicing yoga every day. Um, before he built La Luna, which is the name of the resort, 
He lived in New York where he was the marketing manager for iconic Italian fashion brands, brands such as Prada, Giorgio Armani in the U.S. market. And after going to the Caribbean one summer, he made a stop in Grenada and instantly fell in love with the Spice Island. And he hooked up with his yoga instructor, who is his wife of the last 15 years. And now they've built this property, which includes 16 one and two bedroom bungalows. They're created in rows of orange and purple with semi-detached suites perched on a hilltop nestled within lush landscaping. So at the top of the trees in turquoise water, you can see all the bungalows and private um, wooden sun decks. The only sounds you can hear are the birds chirping. It's an adults only resort um, so that you can have complete serenity. Inside the rooms, they have four poster beds with white draping and part outdoor bathrooms. An outdoor shower is the most amazing experience you can ever have. We did that in uh, Fiji, and we've always said we were going to try to build us one of those showers, but it's kind of hard to do in Pflugerville, Texas, where you can have the privacy that you need to be able to shower outside. And it's just not the same effect when you're doing it at home, I'm, I'm here to tell you. But anyway, so Gabriella Guidatoli, who helped create the villas for uh, Giorgio Armani, and Sting, initially, they designed, he, he designed these original cottages for them, built these cottages in La Luna, and they have now unveiled seven three- to five-bedroom villas for families on another side of the property overlooking the bay. So you don't have to um, be concerned if you're looking for an adult-only experience. Uh, you will have that. In addition to the island-style bungalows, Bertucci built a yoga pavilion with a million-dollar view. That's where I want to go. I'm trying to get into yoga. I must say yoga is probably one of the hardest activities I've ever undertaken in my life. And I grew up as an athlete. But yoga is very difficult. And maybe it's because I have to concentrate and not be so ADD. Um, but but they now have this million dollar view air op, open air pavilion with daily complimentary yoga for hotel guests taught by three international instructors. So Leslie is from Australia, Faye is from England, and Sharon is from Grenada. And each uh, yoga instructor specializes in a style of yoga, including Hatha, Vinyasa, and King Kong. Um Per class rate is offered for non-guests, so they do offer it to people that live there or are staying at other properties. Visitors interested in more classes can arrange private sessions, which are available anytime during the week. $100 for one or two people, so it's the same for two people. La Luna also offers yoga retreats, which are led by Wendy. So this is a great resort for wellness programs, um, they have a wellness sanctuary package where you can do a week-long retreat practicing yoga and Pilates and Tai Chi and Eastern philosophies led by visiting uh, masters. And the retreats include three and four hours of practice daily. Oh, my God. That could be amazing. Hardest thing in the world for us, but it could be so good. I may have to go down there. If I go, will you guys come go with me? 
I, I, I need you to answer that. Say yes or no on Facebook or Instagram. Anyway, the exercise pavilion overlooks the Caribbean Sea and are often split between morning and evening hours for the classes. So this is just an amazing. And then they have the different massages that you can do at the spa, an Asian spa, daily yoga, meditation. I mean, this sounds amazing. This is someplace I want to go. And now the island is island is um, has a lot less drama when it comes to getting there because there was it was a little difficult to get there um, with connections. But JetBlue now offers four nonstop flights from New York to um, from JFK to Grenada per week so you can get there there you can go through Atlanta uh, as well um, but the easiest way is for you to go to JFK Um, so that's that I thought that was a wonderful doesn't that sound amazing amazing absolutely amazing uh, resort also in travel news we found out that Frontier is launching a late night flights to Puerto Rico so Frontier Airlines will be launching nonstop service to San Juan on June the 11th from both Orlando and Philadelphia. And uh, the flight times are pretty decent if you want to go in at night. And I'm trying to figure out why we're doing this at night as opposed to during it during the day. Um, but who knows? I can't really answer that question. Um, it's kind of like going to Vegas at night, but when you get to Vegas, you know that you're going to be staying up all day in the casinos. But anyway, something else that's really exciting is cruising to Alaska this year is expected to be the most anticipated since 2008. Alaska is on everyone's bucket list, everybody's bucket list, um, to see the wilderness, see the animals, um, just see, it's, it's part of um, the wild, wild west at, it, at its extreme. So they're expecting 1.6 million visitors this season. And the season is between May and September due to the weather. It's ranked five in the top five destinations of U.S., uh, just below Nevada and right above Honolulu. Now is the time for you to book your bucket list cruise to Alaska if that's what you're planning to do for this summer. Um, and like I said, May to September, May is on the shoulder, September's on the other end of the shoulder when it started getting ready to start getting cold again. So you want to make sure that you um, put this on your list. Go ahead and make your reservations. If you need help with that, we can make some recommendations on um, which type of cruise line you may want to use because they, they all have different personalities. And some are better for children and some are better for uh, seniors and some are just better, um, period, have better packages. So let us know if you need some help um, planning that. I also wanted to tell you, I thought this was super interested, interesting, was I got some information about um, the travel industry and travel trends by some of the top travel female top travel executives in the industry and what they're seeing in our markets today. And it's, it's going to be pretty interesting what they tell you. And then some of it is stuff that I've already been talking about in the show uh, over previous weeks, but women travelers today have a sense of awareness. I think we're seeing it on TV um, more so 
then we should have to, but that's a different story. But if uh, you enjoy hobbies such as yoga, see, there we go with yoga, photography or wine tastings, of course, then we're seeking out activities in the destinations that we travel to. So although we like to go on vacation and lay by the beach, listen to our iPods and swim and just get some sun, some of the other things we want to do nowadays are to experience our hobbies in these destinations. I just started bike riding. Well, I haven't even really started yet. I bought a bike. I think I talked about that last week. And I got the bike and I rode around the block today for the first time. We'll talk about that later. So being able to do those type of activities in the destination are what we're kind of actually looking for. River cruising sales in Europe are exploding. There are three things that have really risen to the forefront, and that's one of them. Um, The importance of personalized experiences, active wellness, and Epicurean experiences, meaning eating, like a Bavarian specialty tasting, pretzel bakery, visit and tasting um, yogurt making and pastries, wine-themed cruises are very popular. Immersive volunteer experiences allow travelers to experience a new culture. That's huge. That's one of the reasons that Cuba is really opening up right now is because people want the experience of a new culture and understanding about what what that culture is about, the people, the food, the locals, uh, sustainable development. Travelers want value for their money and options that fulfill their budgets and their bucket lists. There's the bucket list. We're ahead of the curve, you guys. Um, it's Now is the time to get out there, but volunteering is huge. And it's really big, actually, among the younger generation who want to give back when they go on vacation. And I'm seeing that with some of the suppliers that we work with. They give us the opportunity to do some things while we're in um, the destinations like Jamaica. I know I talk about sandals a lot, but they're very good about... Um, Uh, They have an opportunity where you can go visit a school, you can read books to the children, you can take school supplies and they will make sure they get them. Um, uh, The Phantom that is owned by Carnival, part of what they do when that cruise line goes to, um, to Cuba is they immerse you into some volunteer activities while you're there. So that is one of the one of the big ones. It's number three, a travel experience that awakens the five senses is top of the mind. Seeking hassle free travel experiences. What's part of my motto? Hassle free, stress free. Everyone seems to be overscheduled, time starved and social media addicted. So how do they navigate through the clutter of information about how to make a good travel decision? That's where expert travel advice is so necessary And it's a luxury in itself. So add in the increased use of auxiliary services such as airport, meet and greets, insurance, luggage shipping, and concierge services are some of the things that women are looking for to make their travel experiences even better this year. So I thought that was uh, find your a a good place to start letting you know where what the industry is seeing from us as travelers and then some of the things that we've been talking about over the weeks 
you know, I'm, it's, I'm being reinforced. I'm being validated and giving you the type of information that I'm giving you. So I hope you're understanding it. We're going to take a quick break right now. And when I come back, we're going to have something fun. This is April. It's a new month, which means we have a new cruise bucket list experience that I want to tell you about. So this is your bucket list buster, and I'll be back in a minute. Hi, this is Karen, your bucket list buster. As you know, I am a supporter of Adventures with Autism, Down Syndrome, and Epilepsy, otherwise known as Awa Day. This organization helps support caregivers that need a time for themselves, that need an opportunity to relax their mind, body, and spirit. They provide respite vacations for families with special needs. We are still doing $12 for 12 families in 12 weeks. We would love to have your support. So go to awadae.org and make your donation of $12. Forward this on to 12 of your friends so that they can also donate $12. Awaday needs you. And this is our way of giving back as we go into the summer travel season to help other families have an opportunity to do the same. We appreciate your help in advance. And once again, thank you for supporting Adventures with Autism, Down Syndrome, and Epilepsy. Are you ready to take your information, wisdom, and experience onto the stage, but you're not sure how? Do you wonder just how to craft a compelling message that creates huge impact and the income of your dreams? If so, then you need to join us on our webinar, How to Triple Your Income Through Speaking, where you'll finally learn step-by-step what it actually takes to make money speaking. You're also going to learn what stops speakers from having an engaged audience that wants to buy, and you'll learn how to have the confidence to get out there and make a big difference on ideal stages. Look, it's time to stop letting your fears get the better of you and step into your power with a message that rocks the world. Register today for your free webinar, How to Triple Your Income Through Speaking, with me, Karen McGregor, at speakersuccessformula.com. Welcome back to your bucket list buster. And we're talking about the 12 bucket list cruise holidays in April, otherwise known as King's Day in Amsterdam. Otherwise known as Kazendam. Because their royal dynasty is the house of orange, locals paint the town red and orange, and they also dress themselves and their pets in orange their faces and their and they wear orange wigs 
the local cream-filled pastries get orange icing on that day, and King's Day is April the 27th. So if you're interested in going on a river cruise, um, last month we talked about doing Amsterdam and Copenhagen and, and doing a river cruise and seeing the tulips. This could be a great opportunity for you to include it during this time as well. Go do that river cruise that you've been talking about. And it, it starts the night before April 27th, so the evening of the 26th, with celebrations in bars, pubs, and clubs. The city turns into a giant flea market because every, they, they, all the streets are covered with stalls in the public spaces for um, vendors to set up shop and have unusual souvenirs for you to buy. I mean, every street is full. And that's why they call it a giant uh, flea market, because you get an opportunity to just shop, shop, shop till you drop. So why do you say uh, river cruising? It's so relaxing. I think I talked about this a little bit last month. Um, it's a smaller ship. Your destination is your activity and your entertainment. And with events like King's Day, you have a whole lot to do and see as opposed to just staying on the ship. And you're, you're docked right there in the middle of town. So it's easy to walk, get a bicycle and ride, and just go on lots of tours while you're there. So that is our 12 bucket list buster cruise activity for the month of April going to King's Day. And I hope that you will get an opportunity to do that and check that off of your bucket list. Well, that's it for the show today. Thanks for joining me. I hope I've provided some resources in today's show that inspire your travel juices, provide you some valuable information for your next trip, and that I've empowered you to take off and have fun someplace in the world. Remember that travel recharges your mind, body, and soul. You deserve it. Next week, we're going to have a very good show about doing bicycle tours throughout the world and some other trends and tricks that you can use um, for your travels this coming summer. This is your Bucket List Buster, here to help you start living your dreams. See you next week. And don't forget forget to visit me on Facebook at Your Bucket List Buster and also Instagram. I'm on Instagram now. Show us some pictures. And remember, hashtag Travel Bahamas. See you next week. This is Karen. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you 
to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the E-Women Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. Rise up this morning.